The rumors are true. On Thursday, August 31st, 2023, I worked my last shift as a pharmacist. And this has led to a lot of questions. I thought you loved pharmacy. Why did you do that? How could you walk away from a stable career that you worked so hard for? And my favorite, how do I get the courage to do that myself? If you have ever thought about leaving pharmacy, making a career change, or wondering if I lost my marbles, this episode is for you. I'll share how to get the clarity for knowing what to do and the courage to follow through. So let's script your confidence so that you can be the best version of you. Every new beginning comes from some beginning's end. My beginning in pharmacy started about 15 years ago, and to be honest, I didn't even know what pharmacy was. But what I did know was that I was called to it before I even really knew what a calling was. Because for most of my life, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Back when I knew everything about everything, <laughs> it was my belief that being a vet meant playing with puppies all day and getting paid for it. What a sweet career that would be, right? Until I took some wise advice. Before you get into a career, find and follow someone who's actually doing what you think you want to do. Advice called modeling the mentors. When I was still in high school, I decided to shadow a vet and volunteer for a few months at a vet clinic to really learn like what was it all about. And I got what you could call a revolutionary ev education. And I was actually clueless about what a vet was all about. So I got a redirection on what my illustrious life plan was, which actually was one of the best gifts I got, knowing what I did not want to do. And sometimes that's the real key. We can spend all our time and energy trying to find the thing, the path, the answer, when often it's knowing what you don't want that will lead you to knowing what you do want. Finding your fit is often finding what is not a fit for you and where you don't fit. So that was my conundrum. Everything I thought I knew wasn't true. The career I thought I was going into wasn't what I expected at all. Can you relate? I thank God for revealing that to me up front before I like went all in on a career. And that, my friend, was the end of my career as a vet playing with puppies. Although still to this day, I do that anyway, always looking to pet a pooch, but I digress. Now, that led me to one of those moments that you don't expect, that you can't plan for, that totally changes the entire trajectory of your life. Because I was at a time where I thought I had it all figured out, and I figured out that I didn't know what I was talking about, and now I was totally clueless. And my life changed from one simple word at that time, cancer. I loved my mom so much, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It was a Wednesday morning, and she had just turned 50, and she had her routine colonoscopy. So I remember in the morning, I kissed her goodbye, I said good luck, and I normally get picked up after school around 3 o'clock. I was involved back then, I was in Key Club, and I always got picked up around 3 o'clock. But that day, my dad was late. My dad's never late. So I just had this, like, feeling. So... About a time after, um, he did come, and my sister was in the car as well, and I got in the car, and he said, Mom failed her test. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but she was given less than six months to live because the cancer that they found was stage four. It was incredibly aggressive, and it had already metastasized to several areas of her body. Now... What I didn't know was that diagnosis, and also that while she was given this, uh, she decided to reject that diagnosis and fought and fought and fought through persistence, through resilience, and that's a gift that 
I didn't even know at the time how powerful it was, but that's where I got my persistence and resilience and grit from, was from that survival story, from that tenacity to not give up no matter what, no matter what anyone else said, no matter what the quote facts said, no matter what any expert said, that you were to keep moving forward, especially if you had a strong purpose or calling why. So it was around this time where I was first exposed to what a pharmacist was, to what pharmacy was. And it was around this time I was in high school, about to graduate, knew, knew that I didn't know what I was going to do. So I was looking for answers. So we didn't have any family friends, no neighbors, didn't know any pharmacists. But being in the pharmacy most days of the week to pick up my mother's medication, I started to notice something. I started to notice that these people in white coats who were running around like chickens with their huts cut off didn't know us, but they cared about us, regardless of the, 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 the context. These people who were total strangers, who we were total strangers to them, showed compassion to us in a time of need. They asked things like, if you guys can't get here, we'll be happy to drop off your medication. How's your mother doing? And personalized questions that really caught my attention and led me to say, that's who I want to be. That's what I want to do. I want to be that person. I want to provide that to people in need because I felt how it touched me and it gave me hope. So I decided to go on that journey and I decided to go into a profession that I knew nothing about, but I took the advice that saved me in the past and I modeled a mentor. I decided to get a view of what's pharmacy like and seeing the interaction, seeing the impact that you can have on people's lives for total strangers, patients coming in, approaching you with what I call blind trust with a ailment, with a condition, with a pain and trusting you to make an informed decision based on your training, based on your knowledge, and your commitment to do no harm and seek the best support for the person, the individual, that caught my attention. And that's what I noticed. And I thought, this is exactly what I want to do. This feels like there's purpose behind it. So I made the commitment. I decided to apply to pharmacy school. And I did two years of undergrad. And I was pumped. I had a strong reason why. I was doing all the things. So I applied to pharmacy school and I got rejected. Not just that though, <laughs> I was told that this is competitive and you might not be cut out for this. You might wanna consider other options. So I had a really, really strong choice to make. Do I listen to the experts or do I look at my why? Do I look at my purpose? Do I tap into, is this reason deeper than me? And do the work required? Because here's the thing I do know, Jesus saved your soul but you must take part in your own rescue. Yes, faith is required, but faith without works is dead. I, I say it this way, Jesus take the wheel, but you've got to put your foot on the gas. Your participation is required. So I did all the things, I retook classes, I ended up reapplying the next year and I got what's called conditional acceptance. I was waitlisted, which means if if we, 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 we gave offers to the people that we really want in, if they say no, we'll give you a chance. I'm just being real. That's what waitlisted means. And I ended up being the dead last person to get accepted to my class of pharmacy. And I was not going to waste that opportunity. So I went all in. I was present in my class. I was super involved. I went to seven pharmacy conferences as a student. And on my last rotation, or one of my last rotations as a fourth year student, I was in, in uh, DC, I was at, doing uh, a rotation at the FDA. And I got a, a call from the Dean who said, Adam, you might not know this, but I personally give a scholarship to a male and female of the graduating class who I think is going to innovate the profession. And it's for $10,000. I'm like, wow, that sounds really cool. She's like, the reason I'm calling you is because you're the person I've chosen. So I go from being rejected to, to this incredible honor. Talk about a state shift, right? So again, 
I wasn't going to waste that opportunity. Throughout that time, I found that fitness really helped me to cope with uh, depression that I was facing at the time back when I was in high school. It helped me to, to really be the best version of myself. If I did the things that helped me in the gym, eating right, going to sleep, doing the things that you're supposed to, I got stronger. I, my workouts got better. Just like as a student, if I did the things I knew would help me, eating well, going you know, to classes, uh, you know, taking care of yourself, sleeping, then I would be able to focus better and perform better in the classroom. So it became the symbiotic relationship of both fitness and pharmacy. And it served me very well. Well, when I graduated pharmacy school, I assumed that others in healthcare lived a healthy lifestyle because in my perspective, if you're giving advice as a healthcare professional, you better be living that to serve from a place of integrity. Apparently, that wasn't how it worked. And not to put anyone down, but we're not really taught that in school, which is part of what led to my next portion of this story. I started to see people that I graduated with, people I looked up to after I had graduated. And I was in this awesome job that I loved. I was in my dream career of corporate community pharmacy. Yes, I was one of those crazy people who actually loved it. Like, literally loved it. I did it for 10 years, full-time. I had all the same issues that you read about on the uplifting pharmacy pages that trash the profession. I went through it too, but I loved it so much, I was focused on the good instead of the easily available nay-nay, the negativity. Because everywhere you look, there's always two things at play. There is something that is lost, and there is something that is gained. Both are at play at the same time, and which of the two you choose to focus on is what you will feel for where focus goes, energy flows. And I chose to focus on the gain, even through all the hardships, the, the people quitting on the spot, the budget cuts, all that stuff. I went through it too. And here's what I learned. I started to learn that not everyone loved pharmacy. I started to learn that a lot of people weren't into fitness and stress got the best of them. Overeating, emotional eating, uh, feeling selfish for doing self-care, not working out. So I started to see like, well, what's going on? And I would ask people, what's the deal? I don't have time to work out. I don't know what to do. I don't have a plan, all these things. So being someone who lived that stuff, I just started giving some advice, sharing simple solutions. And it turned things around. The people who implemented it actually got results. Imagine that. The advice worked when they worked it. <laughs> so I started to see this impact and I started to get traction. And it was around that time when a friend of mine told me about this wonderful thing called Instagram. And I said, well, what's this? How's it work? And they said, you got to get it, Adam. Pick a name that represents what you're about. So I thought, well... I'm passionate about fitness. I love pharmacy. I am a pharmacist, so I'll become the fit pharmacist. And that's literally where my business came from. So what I started to do was share tips and advice on, on social media. And it started growing. I think I had around 1,000 followers at the time. When someone reached out who was new to the social media game and said, Hey, Adam, I'm trying to start a, a social media, uh, an entrepreneurship venture, but I don't have much traction. Is there a way you could give me like a shout out? So I thought, well, yeah, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's have you write a short article about what you think fitness is. So Because it's not a one size fit, fits all and it's not about what you look like. It's not about how much you can weigh or how much you compare to others. It's how you define it and how you choose to live it out. So I said, write an article and I'll post it on Friday. I'll call it Fit Pharmacist Friday. And I posted it. And within not too long, like a few minutes, the first hour, I got several DMs, several direct messages saying, I want to be featured. I want to be featured. And that's how my journey as a blogger was born. And for four years without missing a single Friday, I posted articles from students and pharmacists in, I believe, over 20 countries sharing how they define fitness, whether it was spiritual fitness, mental fitness, any fitness you can think of. 
bringing together and showing people that the status quo doesn't mean that's what you have to live, that there's a different way of doing things, that yes, you can overcome the barriers, the setbacks, that you're not limited to others' limitations. Giving inspiration, not from me, but from being a collector, a, a place using my platform to help others shine their light so that they can be seen and heard and help others do it too. That's how that started, simply from serving. That's how that began. And it morphed from blogging to speaking into a microphone, launching the first episode of this podcast that you're now listening to five, six years later when I started it. And that led to a speaking career. That led to a coaching career. That led to a fulfillment that I can't even begin to express how impactful it was. It led to my first business, The Fit Pharmacist, blogging, the genesis of this podcast, a speaking career coaching. Then what happened was in the beginning of 2021, living this career that I genuinely loved. And if you followed me for any length of time, you know that's the real talk. I love what I do. But in the beginning of 2021, just a few years after I made a critical decision, one of the, the actually not one of the most important decision of my life, surrendering my life to Jesus, surrendering in the pit of the lowest point in my life, falling to my knees and saying, you know what, God, I tried doing life my way. It's yours. I surrender. And by the way, surrender doesn't mean giving up. Surrender doesn't mean quitting. Surrender means giving yourself to something higher than you. And it's from that moment, it wasn't overnight, it wasn't a snap of the fingers, but it was from that moment that my heart started to shift. It's from that moment that I started to realize it's not about me. It's from that moment that God started to change me from the inside out. And it led me to an amazing journey to the point where I was called to pray over a patient. I remember this, this was the first time. While I was giving a shingles vaccine, I remember it like it was yesterday, in my corporate pharmacy job, this had to have been the year, I think 20, uh, 2019, 2018, 2019. There was a patient I was giving a shingles vaccine to. And when I was getting it ready, she looked very concerned. So something just came over me. Holy Spirit whispered, ask if you can pray over her. The true story. So I said, do you mind if I, is it okay if I pray for you? And she looked at me like she saw a ghost and she did. She saw the Holy Ghost through me. And she said, that would be amazing. So I said, do you mind if I put my hand on you? She said, absolutely. So I put my hand on her and I don't remember what I said because I was just available. And it was like, Holy Spirit spoke through me the words that she needed to hear because you could see her body shift in peace, in relief, her shoulders dropped. And she just felt so consoled. It was amazing. It was the first moment I can remember where I was used for, used for someone else by something else. It was, I was euphoric. I remember like we were behind all this stuff, phones ringing, four pharmacy calls, all that. But I went back and I told my staff, I was like, guys, guess what happened? And I told the story. Didn't stop there. The next day happened again. Then it started happening more frequently to the point where being a pharmacist was my ministry. Literally, people would come in. I remember this clear as day. Around, right before, uh, let's see, 2020, 2021, people would come in the pharmacy strictly for prayer. This is a true story. It wasn't they were here to pick up and while they're here, it was, I need to speak to Adam. Oh, are you here to pick up? No, I literally just need prayer. I'm on my way to this thing. and I, Like crazy stuff. I'm new at this. I'm no expert. I've got a lot to learn. But the fact that I was put in this position to impact people who needed hope in the midst of feeling hopeless really resonated. And I was stoked because something that I love now had a deeper meaning. I was getting pumped. And then in the beginning of 2021, right after buying my first brand new house and I moved in, read between the lines, a mortgage, <laughs> I heard God say to me, you won't be at this job this time next year. What? Why? 
I decided to ignore it. And as time went on that year, I kept getting these little nudges. And it came to a point where I made the decision that I was going to leave my job that I loved so much that I had built for 10 years. And that is actually a, uh, an incredible story about why I left my first pharmacy job. And there's a lot more details in that. So I actually recorded a podcast sharing that. It's episode number 200 on this podcast. And the link to that is in the show notes if you want to know more about how to take a leap of faith in a career when it seems like things are great. Because it wasn't like I was running out of a burning building. I loved that. It was incredible. It was fulfilling. But I was called to step away. So fast forward through that into working my most recent pharmacy position, the position that God led me to, true story, listen to episode 200, you'll hear all the details. But my most recent pharmacy position, my last position as a pharmacist was at Blueberry Pharmacy, serving as the chief growth officer. And man, that job was badass. Can I just say, my job was to spread the word about the impact and savings, no strings attached, no asterisks, no fine print, just real talk, doing the right thing for people who needed help. My job was to spread the word about the best possible care people could get through marketing, through doctor visits, nurturing patient and provider relationships to grow the business. And we thrived. It was amazing. I got to use all the things I did in my business, my side hustle with marketing, social media, all that stuff, all the skills that I've been building. I got to pour into this. I was part of an exceptional team led by Dr. Kyle McCormick, Ravi Patel, and Grow We Did. As of my last day, August 31st, 2023, we had over 125 five-star Google reviews. All five-star, all of them, all five-star. That is unheard of for a pharmacy. Let's be real and, and check me on this. Go on Google right now and search your pharmacy, the one you work at, the one that's next to you. Search any pharmacy and check their reviews. They're mostly two, three at the best star. But all five star, 125, and it wasn't that this was a one-day thing. This pharmacy's been open since March of 2020. We were in the newspaper on a nearly monthly basis. We were named the best local pharmacy of the year by our community in the TRIB Best of the Best Awards. We impacted so many lives, and literally, you might not believe me, but this is the truth, literally every single phone call to the pharmacy was a raving fan patient telling us how grateful they are that we existed, and they shared a real heartwarming story about the difference that the model the pharmacy had made in their life, cancer medication for chemo, that was their insurance was charging them over $1,200 a month for, that we could get the exact same thing for 90 bucks, regardless of their insurance. MS medication, life-sustaining stuff. We have multiple stories of how we literally saved their lives, their words, not our perception, from accessing life-sustaining medication that they couldn't afford from being ripped off by their insurance, then paying others to help them and they get screwed over. Welcome to insurance. I digress. I could go on and on. And I really want to give a huge shout out to Dr. Kyle McCormick for, for having the vision and the courage to do what's never been done. Only talked about it in theory. To change pharmacy. To change healthcare. There's so much talk about this podcast, theory, social media posts, but there's few people that are actually doing it. He's leading this. I had the honor to see it behind the scenes. It is real. It is mind-blowing. It's so incredible that if I shared the things, and please check them out on LinkedIn. There's tons of like uh, reports and, and stats on this. On Just search Blueberry Pharmacy on LinkedIn. You can follow along on this journey. But if I told you all this stuff, you'd think I was exaggerating. You'd think I was making it up. Literally take anything that you are frustrated about in pharmacy and get rid of it, and that's Blueberry Pharmacy. Real talk. Whether you're a patient or a pharmacist, that literally is what it is. That's the easiest way to explain it. 
I'm, this is not hyperbole and not exaggerating. That's literally what it is. It was so successful, in fact, that the idea was taken by Mark Cuban's company, Cost Plus Drugs. True story, that came from Blueberry Pharmacy. That's where that business originated from. And there are documented conversations to prove that. That's the other big tip that I learned through this career and how I came to where I am today. Proximity is power. Remember earlier I said model the mentors, people doing what you want. Surround yourselves with them. You must surround yourself with people who have big dreams, big goals, a positive attitude of expectancy of what is coming and are farther ahead of you than you are. Seek to contribute and move forward and you will have to level up with them or you will be left behind. Put yourself in that discomfort. You have to intentionally pursue it. We're wired for comfort. We're wired to stay with what we know. But here's one thing I do know that might be hard to hear, but it's a freaking dose of truth. The quality of your life is directly proportional to the amount of discomfort and uncertainty that you can tolerate. The quality of your life is directly proportional to the amount of uncertainty that you can tolerate. That is the truth, which leads me to this day. My first recorded podcast, Not Practicing Pharmacy. I've been doing this for almost six years. Every time I was, I was in the space, this is, this is it. But what led to this and what's next? So just as I was called from my corporate career to Blueberry, I've been called to turning my side business into my full business. And reflecting on my first step, it made sense. So I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit of developing, of growing, of contributing. And it started out back on my off block in pharmacy school, in rotations as a P4. I was really into fitness, so I became certified as a personal trainer through the American College of Sports Medicine, ACSM, which stemmed from my passion in fitness as a lifetime drug-free competitive bodybuilder, which led me to my first business as a certified nutrition consultant in 2013 with my first mentor and coach, Dr. Joe Klemzeski at The Diet Doc. He's been on this podcast several times because he's a freaking genius, <laughs> which over time, it stemmed deeper. So my journey started in fitness. It then went into nutrition. Then it went to the power of the mind for what the mind believes the body achieves. And then it came full circle to the root source of all of it, the soul. And through that process, it was revealed to me why I was put here. And looking at how I interacted with my patients, with my colleagues, and really anyone I met in any context, it was a through line in my being. I was born to ignite the light in others, to encourage people on a deep level so that you can step into the life worthy of the calling that you've received, to break through the fear, the uncertainty, the past failures, and use all those as fuel to move you forward. I call it unapologetically owning your fire, living a purpose-driven life that's bigger than you, stewarding your God-given gifts and developing them so that they can be given to others for the secret to living is giving, encouraging everyone. We all need encouragement. It says right out of 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Can I do that as a pharmacist? Yes, absolutely. I did it for over a decade. Can you do that? Yes. And can you, you can do that at any context. And, and I want to get on a, a student, a pro student soapbox real quick. You can start that as a pharmacy student. Never ever say, I'm just a student. That's BS. You can make incredible impact starting even as pre-pharmacy. You're never too small. Stop that talk. If you believe and choose to do so, you can encourage anyone you're called to. We all need encouragement. And it's my belief that the profession of pharmacy is perfectly positioned to speak hope into the lives of those who feel hopeless. Think about it. People who come into the pharmacy are not there to high-five you on their health. 
They got a terrible diagnosis that they're terrified about. They might even have shame around. Their wife got hit by a car and they're picking up meds from the hospital. They're on and on and on. They are in need and you are in their life at the perfect opportunity, a place of blind trust. And that's where we can give not only our service as a pharmacist, which is incredibly impactful and important, but a dose of something extra, being a hope dealer. Imagine if you felt the lowest you've ever felt and you go in a place full of strangers and the person in charge comes up to you and speaks words of encouragement to you, not for an ulterior motive, not for stars on their chart, but because they actually care. Imagine how that make you feel. Imagine if someone gave you a smile in addition to the reasons you came in there. What do you think that would do to you? Have you ever had a day where you felt just so low and someone just gave you a random compliment? Maybe said, you look nice today. Maybe said, you have a great smile. Maybe held the door for you. That compliment will carry you for weeks, months, and years, depending on your level of darkness. And I'm saying that from experience. You are perfectly positioned to do that. And that's what pharmacy can do. That's what we can make it if we choose to. So through that journey of diving into my side hustle, it led to a coaching and speaking career that over time became more and more of a calling to, to pour into people beyond the pharmacy. And I'm not talking down on pharmacy. I'll always love it. What I'm saying is I was called beyond the counter. And that led me into the world of Tony Robbins from a book, Awaken the Giant Within, that led to an event, Unleash the Power Within, to hiring my coach and being called to lean into that full time. So I was called to that. I was called to become a Tony Robbins coach, one of the 150 individuals who have the honor to serve and coach his clients. So before jumping in, I prayed on it. I sought wise counsel and I took the uncomfortable action with patience and it was made clear that I was called to leave my career of comfort, my career of calling, my career of fulfillment in pharmacy and called to step into something even bigger. For pharmacy was my purpose. It was my calling. Everything I've said over the years is true. I stand beside everything I said and that served me for a season. But here's the thing. God cares more about your character than he does your comfort. And apparently he's got something bigger ahead. So knowing that this was on my heart, I was reminded of something that I was taught as an Eagle Scout. It was ingrained in me to never leave a place without making sure it was better than you found it. So once I started getting this nudge of walking away from my career, I sought out a successor, someone who could not only fit the role I was hired to do, but to do it even better. And I found him, which is a super cool story that I'm going to be featuring on a future podcast episode, interviewing him and sharing that with you because it's incredible, uh, both perspectives that will encourage you if you're feeling pulled in one direction or another to really step in on a leap of faith into the unseen by following those who can see things that you might not see yourself. So before I left, on my last day as a pharmacist, I asked Kyle two very important questions. Number one, why did you hire me? And number two, was that reason fulfilled? Because when it comes to changing careers and jobs, you yourself or maybe others that you know have witnessed that all too often, emotions can get the best of us, which is why it is so important to master the mind or the mind will master you. So another key with making a change in your career, your job, whatever it may be, a big decision, 
is making sure that before you leave, you did what you said you would. You honored your agreement and you're leaving the place better than you found it in hands more capable than you. That's my personal belief, that respect, honor, and the pursuit of leadership that I'm on is to pass the torch with an even brighter flame. So all that said, I took the leap. I'm called to a different career. I'm called into a different season. And it's not comfortable. There's fear. I'm human. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I now am serving as a full-time coach. And guess what? I don't have all the answers. I don't have it all figured out. But what I do know is that I have my source of certainty on Jesus rather than my own plans. Both Malachi 3.6 and Hebrews 13.8 declare that God is the same always and never ever changes. He is always good, always loving, always all-powerful, no matter how this world changes around us, we can trust God is consistent, for he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if you're looking for certainty amidst uncertain times, perhaps consider the rock. It reminds me too, this calling, the step away of Ephesians 1.9, which reads, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. So when you're not sure, when there's the mystery, remember that if you follow these steps that I've taken, that I've shared through this podcast so far, if you follow these steps and you do have faith, but you do act in faith, meaning it's faith is important, but your action is required too. You can't pray on your couch and hope things are just going to happen. You must be an active participant. Your participation is required. The mystery gets revealed through time, sometimes not always. That's part of the mystery of God. So coming to this place where I'm called to leave as a pharmacist, I, I just want to tell you to not to worry, my pharmacy friends. I may not be practicing as a pharmacist, but I am still pouring into pharmacists and future pharmacists to be for I made a lot of mistakes in my career. And I did get some things right that allowed me to establish such a rich and rewarding career that was super fulfilling. I walked a path that a lot of people have reached out to me saying that they want to learn from, that they want to follow in my footsteps, that I inspire them. And for that, I'm extremely humbled and honored. And to that, there's one thing in particular that I hear from both pharmacists and students that I have heard over and over and over since I made the announcement on my last day. And here's what I have heard. Adam, I wish I could do that. I wish I had the plan. I wish I had all my life in order to make a change. I wish I had everything handled so I could move on. I wish I had my fear under control to take the action that's on my heart. The trick is, you don't need any of those things because you can only plan with what you know and making a change, you don't know what you don't know. So the plan is going to change anyway. Your quality of life, as I've said before, is in direct proportion to the degree of uncertainty that you are comfortable with. And to the naked eye, to the logical mind, what I did walking away from a stable career that was fulfilling, that was all, all the things, seems scary. Might even seem silly. There are a lot of unknowns, a lot of factors that, quite frankly, don't make any sense about this move. And while that may be true, I'm at peace about it. And for me, knowing that there are so many unknowns that I'm leaving certainty into the unknowns and in the face of those, I am at peace and feel 
and know that this is the right course of action, that is how I know this is God. It surpasses all understanding. I quit pharmacy and you have the courage if you're looking to make a change, if you're looking to move forward from something that was serving you in a season, but that season has passed and you're so comfortable in knowing the devil you don't instead of the angel you don't. If you're so comfortable of knowing what you do know, even if it's not comfortable, and the, the possibility of something better is so terrifying that you'd rather stay with what you do know, here's something that you need to know. While this might seem scary, you've done this before. You have moved past the fear. You, yes, you have in the past followed through. For me, I quit pharmacy on Thursday, August 31st, 2023. After a nearly 15-year career that I loved, I worked my last shift as a pharmacist. And if that sounds scary to walk away from, it was. Coming full circle as I close this episode, there once was a time when I felt totally terrified, questioning myself with doubt. It was back when I got rejected to getting into pharmacy school when it seemed like my career in pharmacy ended before I even got the chance to start it. In fact, it wasn't just my doubt, it was others who doubted me too. I was told by my undergrad advisor that pharmacy was too competitive for me. I was told I should consider other options. So I had to make a decision and take uncomfortable action. Retaking classes, summer school, humbling myself, and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And guess what? It worked. I ended up being, like I mentioned earlier, the dead last person to get into my class of pharmacy. And I made the most out of that opportunity. I went from being rejected to even starting my career to name the most influential pharmacist in the profession back in 2019. And I'm not telling you this to impress you, but to impress upon you how powerful courage is. You'll never have all the answers. You'll never completely dissolve your fears. And that's what courage is. Moving forward in the face of fear. You have done that before and you can do it again. Success leaves clues and hindsight is 2020. That's why I encourage you to reflect back on times you've overcome this block before. And I want to encourage you that you've got this because God's got you. But Adam, how do I do that though? This is big. This is my family's finances, our future. This is a, a weighty decision. If I only know what I don't want, what I'm no longer willing to tolerate and settle for, but I still don't know what to do, how do I take action from that place? Adam, what if I don't have clarity on what the right decision is? What if, what, like, what, what is life if I'm not a pharmacist? That's become like my identity. Who am I if I'm not doing what I spent all that time, education, money, and sacrifice to become? I wish I could, but I don't know how. I wish I could, but I don't want to make the wrong decision. I wish I could, but I don't know where to start. I wish I could, but I'm terrified to do it. So because I personally have done this career change thing twice, and I'm now living it on the other side, I want to share the process that I use, not saying it's the only way, but saying it's worked pretty darn good for me so far. I want to share that process so that you can get the clarity on what to do and the courage to follow through. If you want to make a change that you know is long overdue, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family and to the people in your life who care about you to not just be successful, but to be fulfilled. That's why I'm launching the I wish I could 
workshop, the tools to get clarity so you make an informed decision. I'm not telling you what to do, but what I am telling you is that when you have clarity, clarity is power, and you're not like everybody else. You've got different background, you've got a different situation that likely no one else understands but you. You're the expert of your life. But sharing these tools is going to empower you to make an informed decision that you're confident about. Let me ask you a question, because this might resonate. Right now, your job, is it really fulfilling you? Is it what you thought it would be? Did you get into it thinking this would happen, life would look this way, but it's not at all what you expected? Or maybe in the beginning it felt okay. Maybe in the beginning the money kind of pushed aside the ill feelings. But as time's gone on, you've recognized this sucks. <laughs> and again, that's not my story. That could be yours. So I want to ask you a really powerful question. Have you ever looked in the mirror getting ready for work and thought to yourself, I thought this career would be more fulfilling. Where did I go wrong? Every driven professional wants a fulfilling career that makes them money and empowers them to make a difference. The problem is that most jobs make you feel like a cog in a wheel, just clocking in to make a paycheck instead of making a difference. Leaving you to wonder, is this all there is? Well, if you had to choose between making a paycheck or making a difference, which one would you choose? My other question is, what if you could pick both? At IWishIcouldWorkshop.com, I got tired of seeing leaders with so much talent that went unrecognized that I developed a process in which you can take the leap to make impact-driven income. I've had so many people reach out over the years saying, I feel unfulfilled. I feel like I'm not living my calling. I feel depressed. All these things. While that's not what I went through, I have coached many to overcome it because I've lived a fulfilling career, so I know what it takes. I know what it looks like, and I want to share with you the specific things that they don't teach in pharmacy school what really matter, the things that will allow you to not only make an impact, but also an income. And I want to share it with you because I, my belief is I've gone through this journey, this career change, not just for me to go through, but for me to take and, sh and reflect and say, what are the specific things? If I could reverse engineer how to make this big decision in an intelligent way that you feel good about, how would I share that with people? That's why I created this, to help you make the leap, the one you want to make, but you're not sure how to, or you might just be too scared to if we're being honest. So I put this together for you. So to work with me, simply go to IWishIcouldWorkshop.com, sign up for the newsletter, and show up for the workshop. Sign up for the newsletter today, because if you do, you'll get clarity to know exactly what to do that's best for you and the courage to follow through to make the move that's right for you. Don't let another year pass you by at a job that leaves you feeling unfulfilled that you're complaining on on Facebook groups and underappreciated, giving you resentment towards others. Sign up today because there's one thing I know. Life is short. That's what got me into pharmacy in the first place. True story. Six days before my 21st birthday, my mom died in my arms. That's what led me to pharmacy. And me dying to myself is what led me to follow Jesus and take these bold acts of faith to lead and be living in a career to be called to live a life worthy of the calling that I've received. I have massive respect and gratitude for all of the mentors all of the pharmacists, the teachers, the students, my technicians, my patients that have guided, grown me, and revealed the things necessary to elevate my character and develop in the man that God designed me to be. That's what your calling is too, to live a life worthy of the calling you've received. 
you know, if you're still listening, you know that you were given immense purpose that's bigger than just you. It starts with you. You've got to steward it. You've got to develop it. But it's not about you. It starts with you and it flows through you if you're obedient and going through the process. Don't let fear stop you. Don't let past failures get in your head or the naysayers of other. I've been through all that crap and I'm still in it, but I'm on the other side. And that's where you belong. That's where you want to be or you wouldn't be here with me today. So I encourage you to do something that you've been wanting to do for so long. Get clarity on what to do and grow the courage to follow through. That's why I'm here for you. So go to the website, sign up for the newsletter so I can show you these principles, so I can give you the tools that gave me the clarity and confidence to take this massive step of action. I'm on the other side and I want you here too. So go there. I wish I could workshop.com. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Everything. And it's not about overcoming fear. It's about pushing through the face of fear. Do it afraid. Keep moving forward. That's called courage. That's what you're destined for. That's what's inside you. And that's what I feel my role is as I close this chapter of my life to pour back into you. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Keep it going. This is Dr. Adam Martin of the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, formerly now known as the Script Your Confidence Podcast, telling you, encouraging you to go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. You were made to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. This is how to step into that. It's going to require a leap of faith. And I'm waiting for you on the other side to show you how to get there. I look forward to seeing you in the workshop. Thank you for almost 15 years of amazing, amazing memories that I'll carry with me forever and use for those that I serve and am called to serve now as a coach. God bless. Thank you.